Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. All right, so I had already tweeted about this BTS dream that I had, but I feel like I really have to share it here on the podcast because it's just crazy how this all went down. Mm-hmm. You got to um, tell. So in this BTS dream, Kayla and I, we were together and we had just won like meet and greet BTS tickets. And so we got to go to this concert. We were on you know, the floor, like GA area, but yeah. we, were, we were in the back. And I thought we were supposed to meet BTS, like, after the concert, but we ended up meeting them before the concert, so I was, like, super flustered, which, of course, I was already really flustered because BTS. Yeah, can you even imagine getting meet-and-greet tickets? Like, first of all, the fact that you dreamt that concept is incredible. Like, wow. I mean, BTS dreams are the best. Yeah, totally. But the reason I'm bringing this up Mm -hmm. is, of course, the morning that I woke up after this dream, I immediately texted you, Kayla. And it was like 7 a.m. And I'm like, I got to write every part of this dream down because I want to remember it. Mm -hmm. And then later that day, that same day, like in the late afternoon, we get a notification on Weverse. And it's BTS announcing in a video that they are going to have an in-person concert in L.A. for Permission to Dance on stage. Crazy. Crazy. I'm like, oh, my (laughs) gosh. And then we found out that our VIP tickets that we had before for for the Map of the the Soul Soul concert gets us, like, early pre-sale tickets for, like, the very first day of sales. Mm Mm-hmm what we i'm like that's basically so like lucky. me and greek and the funny thing is is that you had texted me when i told you about the dream you were like manifest that shit <laughs> <laughs> i did i was like you had a dream that they're yeah. having a concert manifest it please mm-hmm. and then literally that afternoon yeah and it was so funny because jordan and i went like grocery shopping and i had forgotten my phone at home and we're on our way home and you call me and so i answer on my apple watch and you're like what are you doing? Where are you? Like, yeah. have you heard? BTS are going to have four concerts in LA. Mm-hmm. And we just freaked out on yeah. the phone. So, well, when it was announced, and then also seeing that it was the weekend of November 27th and, or 26th? 27th, 27th and 28th. 27th and 28th. I was like, oh, my birthday's the 29th. Like, I have to go. Yeah. I have to go. And so I called you hoping that you would be down to just like, go to LA for Thanksgiving practically. I mean, you and I have already said, yeah, no matter when BTS has a concert in the States again, we are going to try to go no matter Mm -hmm. what. And we'll do anything to go. So the instant that you called me, I'm like, yes. Like, how can we, how can we not do this? We have to go. It's just (laughs) crazy because it's like your birthday weekend. And the last time we saw BTS was my birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. Like literally so fucking weird yeah. that that is happening. Um, and the fact that we see a plan laid out for us to be able to go to this mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And we're so lucky that we had VIP tickets to the last tour. And then so it just fortunate. so happened to like honor those sales. Like, hey, you were a VIP ticket yeah so you get first dibs at these tickets like that really means a lot to yeah. us it was you know? very thoughtful and sweet that yeah. they considered all the the people who had tickets for their concert last year mm-hmm. that didn't get to go yeah and we're super heartbroken and disappointed and now we all get pre-sale tickets or yeah. pre-sale codes to get these tickets so, so yeah. yeah we're recording this the day before we are able to buy these tickets so so we can't tell you guys we if don't we know. have <laughs> tickets or not but 
tickets go on sale tomorrow. Yeah. And so definitely follow our social media accounts on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, if those are back up and live. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That happened today where Facebook is just like shut down. Yeah, it's Monday right now. But like we get to buy our tickets tomorrow. Hopefully, fingers crossed. So follow our socials um, at Standing BTS Podcast if you want us to or if you want to know if we got tickets on like Wednesday, Thursday, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, (laughs) on that note, welcome back, Iconics. And if you're new to the podcast, I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, I love the -the behind-the-scenes moments we get in the My Universe documentary. Mm -hmm, Me too. Or I don't know how to feel about BTS flirting with aliens in the My Universe music video. Oh, snap. (laughs) So if you're here for that, then you're in the right place. Okay, so in today's episode, we're going to be talking about My Universe. We're going to be talking about the song, um, our thoughts on the song in terms of the production, the sound, the lyrics. Then we'll also get into the music video that was released with it. And then also the really neat documentary that Mm -hmm. they put out um, just showing the collaboration and how this song came about. Yeah. But before we get into today's episode, we want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for your support. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our Google Docs full of episode notes, important links, and pictures, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes. Any type of support is super appreciated. Yeah, thanks, Iconics. Okay, so it's October also. Before we really get into the episode, we do need to share a new charity of the month with you guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, This month, we are asking you to become a global citizen. Global Citizen is a social platform for global generation that aims to solve the world's biggest challenges. On their platform, you can learn about social issues, take action on what matters most, and join a community committed to social change. We believe that we can end extreme poverty because of the collective actions of global citizens across the world. So Global Citizen takes actions to defeat poverty, demand equity, and defend the planet. Global Citizen asks us to take action by signing campaigns, spreading awareness through social media, and through donations. Make a donation today to directly support Global Citizen's recovery plan for the world, which is a global advocacy campaign to end COVID-19, to kickstart a global recovery, and to get us back on track to end extreme poverty. Through this campaign, Global Citizen is focusing on the five most urgent challenges facing our world today, ending the pandemic, protecting the planet, eliminating hunger, tackling inequality, and defending every child's right to an education. So please join us this month, Iconics. Become a global citizen. You can join the Global Citizen group on their website and join us in donating at globalcitizen.org slash en slash involved slash donate. And if you are unable to donate, you can just go to globalcitizen.org and see how else you can take action. Yeah, I think this is a really great organization to support, especially after everything with the United Nations and how BTS spoke on the sustainable development goals. So I think that this aligns heavily with that. Totally. What a great organization to donate to. And then also that Coldplay and BTS performed for the Global Citizen concert too. The 24-hour live stream. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to raise money for it. So super cool. Please join us in supporting. Okay, so let's get into my universe. I want to talk about our initial thoughts and feelings about this song and the collaboration. Mm-hmm. So for me, like I'm not a huge Coldplay fan, but I do really like Coldplay and there are some of their songs or some of their albums that I have like a very strong emotional connection to because of like memories. Like my sister and I had an entire dance routine to Viva La Vida and I don't I don't even remember That's what so it was. Cute. <laughs> but yeah, we it was like a partner duo dance routine and mm-hmm. um it was really fun and I just remember singing and dancing to the entire song, cracking up at doing it together and so you know that's one of 
Coldplay's like biggest songs from like their first album, maybe their second album. Uh-huh. And you know, so I have strong connections to that. And then one of the first things that I knew about you was that you love Coldplay yeah. and you had shared some of their songs with me early on in college that you really liked. Yeah. And you know, so that was like special moments of our bonding and our friendship there at the beginning. And um, so I always like have really happy memories associated with Coldplay. So when I found out they were doing a song together and then when I heard the song, I just loved it. Mm-hmm. Like it was to me totally Coldplay, but totally BTS. And it just made me so, so happy. Yeah. I'm just happy that you bring up like just listening to Coldplay in my car. Like I remember that. I used to have just Coldplay CDs in my car yeah. constantly. I CDs. Have, Back yeah. when we had CDs, CDs in our cars. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I had the discs and I would put them in and Oh my gosh, my old Hyundai Elantra is what mm-hmm. I'm thinking oh of. My, my manual stick shift. Remember when we broke down in that on the side of fucking Highway 70 no. for like two hours in December? Do you remember the police officer that pulled up behind us and he got out and my engine was like steaming? I mean, like there was like smoke coming out of my engine. And he comes over and he's like, What's going on? I'm like, um, I think my engine is smoking. <laughs> and he like, looks at it and he goes, Yep. yep. <laughs> and then he's like, that was it. He walked away. I'm like, all right, well, I guess Thanks we're getting for the help. Yeah, a tow yeah. truck or something. It's like, the fuck if I know? I don't know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was crazy. But listening to Coldplay in yeah. the Elantra. Those kinds of memories. Yeah. You know, just really fond, happy memories. Um, yeah, I was really excited because I am a fan of Coldplay. Like, I would say... I was mostly into the Beatles and then I like really started to get into Coldplay after that. You know, I just have always enjoyed bands and groups. Yeah. So Coldplay music, you know, I've always enjoyed their music and I used to have their CDs in my car, obviously. Um, so this was just a dream collab. And I think a lot of people relate to this It's yeah. just because they're, they're both great musicians, but I really, when I heard about this collaboration and especially when they put out like this, um concept map like Coldplay ended up making like a concept map that BTS has done in the past or usually does for like a comeback Mm -hmm. and seeing it all like space themed and that it was called my universe like wow this is just something that I could see BTS and Coldplay having as a common denominator between the two is they have a lot of songs like this so I was really excited you know I mean I just a dream collaboration yeah it works it made sense I agree with you yeah So this song was officially released on September 24th. That's when you could stream the song on all platforms. And they also included an official lyric video on Mm -hmm. that day. And um, an instrumental was released at the same time for download. So this song was written by Bill Rocco, Chris Martin, Guy Berryman, J-Hope, Johnny Buckland, Max Martin, Oscar Holter, RM, Suga, and Will Champion. So very excited to see BTS credited as mm-hmm. writing in, on this song. Um, it was also produced by Bill Rocco, Max Martin, and Oscar Holter. Yeah. So for the sound and the vibe of the song, it really reminds me of Coldplay's album, Milo Zyloto. Maybe even some of their uh, Ghost Stories album as well. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking of Princess of China, Magic, A Sky Full of Stars especially. Yeah. Um, just the in the way that it sounds, you know, very futuristic sounding. Mm-hmm, definitely. I feel like in related to BTS's music, like telepathy, this totally reminds me of telepathy. Oh, and yeah. Thematically reminds me of microcosmos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just makes sense. Like the collab works so well because not only are they two of the greatest groups right now, mm-hmm. um, but their sound production and lyrical themes really overlap in so many different ways. Yes, they do. Yeah. And Okay, just to say, they also both have a song called Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> and both of those songs are incredible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Coldplay also has a song called Violet Hill, and it just made me think of Purple. Yes. <laughs> so, so many commonalities here. Yeah. Like, they just, even from looking at just the outside factors, they seem to be set up in a way that it would be a good symbiotic collab. Mm-hmm. And that's before we even see what goes on behind the scenes in the documentary. Yeah. It's just wild. Yeah. So um, I really like some of the 80s elements to the production of this song. Like we definitely get those synths. And I even feel like the beat is kind of based on that 80s kind of beat and rhythm. It does. Yeah. But it kind of pumps us up, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely those synths. Uh, yeah. At the beginning you hear 
uh, crowd cheering, which makes me think of stadium tours yes. and concerts, which is something both Coldplay and BTS can relate to because they've done them. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it sounds very ambient and outer spacey, futuristic, uh, especially during the verses. You yeah. really hear a lot of that. Totally. Telepathy, I think they, microcosmos. Telepathy. I mean, it's just, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. great. <laughs> I think they do a great job of making it sound like outer spacey is really the only mm-hmm. description you can give to it, you know? Yeah. Um, it just it makes us feel free and happy when we listen to it. It just has that effect, especially when the chorus comes through. So let's talk about the lyrics and the chorus and everything. Mm-hmm. I was so happy listening to the song for the first time and hearing Korean lyrics. Um, I just feel like they are beautifully blended with the English ones in a way that the song is balanced. I don't feel like there's any one language more than the other. And I just feel like it works together so well. This is what we love. It blends beautifully. Like you were saying, it's not choppy. Mm -hmm. It seems as if it's one language, the way that it just is so fluid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I feel like this is what we ask for. This is what we say. This could totally happen. Like, BTS can make music like this and it can be successful. They do make music they like this. They do make music they like this. They have been doing I mean, this English and Korean. Yeah. And, yeah, but to be it so 50-50 balanced, you yes. know, and for, yeah. And for it to be a collaboration. And for a collaboration. Yeah, that's very true. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like about this song that they begin with the chorus. A lot of, like, some songs do and some songs don't, but this chorus is particularly catchy and it really hooks you from the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. I was instantly intrigued and captivated by the song. Oh, yeah. You can just sing that chorus over and over oh, in your yeah. head. I belt it. Me too. How can you <laughs> not? It's like in Chris that, Martin belts it. Chris Martin does. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it inspires you to belt it and how yeah. could you not he puts it in a register that i everyone can sing yeah. you know i really like the put you first like that's yeah. like my favorite little part of the chorus i just think it sounds so good mm-hmm. okay so for the pre-chorus we have jungkook and chris martin but for jungkook's verse he says every night i fly to you even forgetting that this is a dream I meet you with a smile on my face, never ending forever, baby. Mm. Never ending forever, baby. I think that's my favorite line yeah. of his because... He just belts it out too. Yeah. yeah. It's ARMY. Yeah. Of course, they're talking about... I mean, who else is their universe? Uh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> they're always well, talking about... They're always talking about <laughs> microcosmos and being each other's universe. Yeah. So, uh, never ending forever, baby. Like... Mm-hmm can't be stopped nope. nothing can come between can't us be. yeah um i love okay so in verse two Young starts and then rm comes in and he says and they said that we can't be together and then both him and jimin say because we come from different sides and this i mean it just makes me think about bts being separated from army during this global pandemic like coming from different sides of the the world coming from even different sides of the country and this can relate to so many different things like I even think about that old saying like oh they're from the other side of the tracks you know Mm -hmm. like coming from metaphorically different worlds um and just saying that nothing can keep us apart basically yeah yeah um we'll get into the documentary here in a bit but what really makes me think of that line is just like from different sides, even just like all the different barriers that could be separating, yeah. you know, BTS from their fans, yeah. you know, just like language or, you know, actual borders, yes. you know, that kind of stuff. So even though we come from different sides, cultural differences yeah. or yeah, customs and yes, totally. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So before we get into the bridge with J-Hope and Suga, I have to mention Jen's voice here when he sings My Universe. It is so deep and just like really brought forward. Like I think once they get into the bridge, the music dials back some and you just really hear Jen's voice there. I love it. Like it's Mm. my favorite part of the song. Like I just love hearing his voice there. It's so good. Mm. It's like rich and just, oh, it's beautiful. It's deep, you know, but it has his like timbre to it. And Mm. the the way that it just fades us into like the bridge coming up too is just Mm -hmm. phenomenal. Love it. Yeah. (laughs) So in the bridge, J-Hope starts it off by saying, what lights me up is the star that was embroidered with love that is you. Inside my universe, you create another world for me. These lyrics are just so sweet, um, especially if we're keeping in mind that this is ARMY who they're talking about, that the star that we are to him is embroidered with love. Mm. 
oh cute so cute cute. um and then creating another world for him you know i just think about how hard it is for bts obviously during this time not being with army but like it almost seems like a different like a parallel universe at this point because it's just been so long yeah that it's just another world yeah Um, being at like a concert with army yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i was thinking that they're when they are in a concert with army that is their escape and when they are in this world the army is creating for them you know Mm -hmm. and how that's what they love and look forward to the most yeah yeah Yungi goes on to say because you are my star in my universe because the trial we face now is for just a moment anyway and this was a interesting and important note from dual set who we got these lyrics from and they reminded us that the original korean title of telepathy means for a moment and so it's just genius that yoongi put for a moment in this song too again i just feel like another relation connection to telepathy and on the and Zach- how we were talking about how telepathy sounds similar to in terms song. of like the sense and that 80s feel mm-hmm. and that outer spacey element to it yeah 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 genius he's just a genius i just feel like it totally <laughs> works and just to say a little bit more on what yungi said about this type of lyric on the zach sang show he said we'll be able to meet each other after a moment and so i just love that this comes up again in his lyrics i think this is something he's thinking about obviously and now it's come up multiple times um also that moment is almost over it's almost here yeah Yeah. um so another side note is that in the my universe documentary rm also said that they wrote these lyrics picturing that bts will meet army and perform this you know do this with army so Mm -hmm. um i have hope that they're going to perform this in la and any other subsequent concerts that they have Mm -hmm. that would be amazing i would love to hear this song in concert with them i just have to take a moment to go back a couple episodes where we talked about the tour cancellation i believe it was like a spot episode where Mm -hmm. we talked about the tour cancellation and we read out loud that like email that big hit sent out like on weverse and everything and after i was done reading it you were like well there's this part that gives me a glimmer of hope that they can't have a concert to the same scale and you were like that makes me feel like maybe they're going to have another concert, but it just can't be like the same venues or whatever. And I was just so pessimistic in that moment. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, sure, maybe. Yeah. And now they're going to have four concerts in L.A. I just didn't even think about that. Yeah, I, didn't I immediately that. thought of that <laughs> when, the, when the tour was announced. I was like, damn it. Kayla was right. Something you're like a BTS oracle is that I'm always right. Oh, sure. Not, when, <laughs> not in regards to BTS, but about everything else. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's um. I just I feel like it's just luck. It's pure luck. Yeah. Um, yeah Yungi's verse ends by him saying, all you have to do is just keep shining bright like now and we will follow you embroidering this long night, which I just feel. OK, first of all, embroidering. So soap. soap yeah. verses. Why do they always do this? This is why soap is such a thing. Yeah. Because they both mention embroidering in their lyrics Yeah, in their lyrics. But I love the little encouragement that Yungi is giving us, you know, like just keep shining bright for now. Like we're almost there you know Mm -hmm. i feel that yeah yeah i do too okay well let's go ahead and get into the universe my universe documentary so that was released on september 26 and this documentary was just such a sweet extra treat for all of us like it was neat to see the collaboration go on and actually happen we had talked about how with like Ed Sheeran they haven't actually collaborated in person but they have collaborated with Ed Sheeran twice Mm -hmm. but for Coldplay we immediately thought oh this is different like Chris Martin actually went to BTS to collaborate together despite like all the COVID precautions and all of that you know like He went out of his way to do that, you know, to make sure that they were together. So getting the documentary of seeing them collaborate was just so special. Like, thank you for that. Seriously. Um, So in this documentary, we find out that BTS actually reached out to Coldplay saying that they wanted to do a song together. And Chris was unsure about how that would possibly work, but decided to just go ahead and try and make it happen. Mm -hmm. So... Chris Martin's friend mentioned the phrase, quote, my universe, 
And he wrote that down and he thought that it would be a cool title to use one day. And then that's when he ended up reaching back out to BTS. Like he just knew my universe. I want to make this a song and it's going to be the song I do with BTS. Yeah. Um, how perfect. Yeah. And like so, he knew it would be the perfect concept for mm-hmm. a song with BTS. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then Chris Martin ended up saying that whenever he went to go be with BTS, he ended up like having to quarantine and all of that just to be at the high building, which is so cool that he got to be at the high building mm-hmm. to collaborate with them. When we were watching the documentary, I was like, is that high? Is, is that he the at high hive? business yeah. room? So cool. Yeah. He was like yeah. writing on the window, uh-huh. like with a marker. Gosh, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> he ended up saying, quote, Today has just been like everything I could have ever dreamed, but a little bit better. Wow. And that's what he had to say about meeting BTS and going to Hive. What's so crazy is that he had to travel there and then quarantine there. And he got two days to work with them out of all of that traveling, quarantining time. He had two actual days there. And so that is a huge sacrifice on his part to do that and for then him to say when he actually does get to visit them work with them be there present with them for him to say this is everything I could have ever dreamed but better Mm -hmm. like that really speaks to his experience and I mean who he is as a person too Mm, and an artist Yeah, yeah and an artist So Namjoon, we got a quote from him and he said, I was actually curious what he would be like speaking about Chris Martin. Just as I've heard, he's humble, down to earth and pure in heart. He doesn't seem to hold any kind of prejudice. So this was just a standout quote to me, just that it's really showing the mutual respect that they have for each other as artists and as humans. They're like, we align on our values. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So getting to work alongside another band was very cool for BTS. They had said that this was their first time that they worked alongside another band itself. So it was like band and band collaborating fully, everybody involved. Um, It was very cool to see Chris Martin learning the Korean verses as he was producing the song with them. And he was he like kind of half sang Jungkook's line and fizzled off at the end. And they, you know, cracked up and patted him on the back. And it's just cool. You know, I think he learned it naturally from working on the song with them, Mm -hmm. um, which is just awesome. In the documentary, you get to see him actively learning the pronunciation, Mm -hmm. the correct pronunciation. They even have a little giggle about it when he mispronounced something. Yeah. you know, Taeyang started laughing. But I just think that this really, this collaboration that took place and this song, it's really set apart from other collaborations because of like him learning Korean. Although I do believe that Max for the Blueberry Eyes, I think that song, mm-hmm. yeah, that he ended up doing, he mouthed the Korean in his music video. Yeah, him yeah. and his wife learned the korean Korean. to be able to say it like they actually said it and i know that him and yoongi also met because there was a picture together so whether or not that was him going to korea i don't remember that but i know that they did meet also yeah that was just him and yoongi that wasn't necessarily him all of of bts BTS. Mm -hmm. yeah but it just says a lot about chris martin's character to like fly to korea and quarantine and want to be in person to actually collaborate and do the song together and be in the studio together instead of just sending demos back and forth which yeah. is typically how it happens um and that's just kind of the way of the world right now with how that how that works but mm-hmm. he just went the extra mile for yeah. all of it and during then, a pandemic yeah during the pandemic and then to also learn the korean you know to me while you're saying this i'm just thinking about the massive respect that Chris Martin showed BTS by doing this, you Mm -hmm. know, obviously BTS repaid that respect to him. Um, but there is, it's very rare in the music industry that BTS gets, gets this level of respect from other musicians. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it was clearly meaningful to to him. Yeah, definitely. I also loved, it was mentioned in the documentary that they intentionally left a dance break in the song uh, upon BTS's request so that way it could be performed live on stage. Yeah. And oh, I cannot wait. Dance break. Can't Let's wait. get it. Please. We're all going to dance at the end of that song. Hell yes. Yeah. Um, also, I just have to say, BTS were really cute during this documentary. This is not about fangirling during this documentary, <laughs> but they just were cute. It was cute to see them in the studio. It was cute to see their bare faces and to just see them working. I was mm. in love. 
one of my favorite parts was they were collaborating. They were like talking about little details, like fine details that they could perfect. And Jimin was like, oh yeah, I can do that. And then he just like skips back into the studio to go re-record it. I'm like, wow, he's just like happy, energetic, super excited about, you know, going in and redoing this part. Yeah. Yeah. Adorable. Totally. Um, Also, they said that kind of the meaning of the song or like an overall quote that could be attributed to it is, you're the one who created my universe. Mm -hmm. And so the song is really about togetherness, about love transcending all borders and all boundaries that you could think of. Of course, Namjoon wrote the song while picturing BTS with ARMY mm-hmm. um, with, for his lyrics. And just really, like you said, like seeing Jimin skip into the studio, seeing the raw, uncut footage of the creation of the song was very cool. Mm-hmm. Like seeing them work in the booths together and um, in the studio together is such a rare glimpse that I feel like we really only get in like Burn the Stage or something, if mm-hmm. that. And it was just it was cool to like see them or hear them singing in the booth and just sounding phenomenal, like the unedited singing right there. Yeah. And then to go back and listen to it in the song, I just, I thought yeah. it was such a nice Hearing treat. The, the raw vocals of G Cook harmonizing, gorgeous. And then being like, they are incredible. Yeah. Like their yeah. vocals are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very definitely. appreciative of this documentary. I'm just so grateful for it. It says a lot about both of the groups, what this song meant to both of the groups, and just how the creation of the song aligned with the values of both groups. Yeah. Yeah. And that just makes the song even more powerful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So on September 26th, that was the Global Citizen Live uh, concert that happened. That was a 24-hour live streaming concert. Mm -hmm. And we just kind of want to get in, before we get into the performances that were done there, we want to talk about what Global Citizen Live is, especially since it is our charity of the month for October. Yeah, so we talked about a little bit about who they are in general at the top of the episode, but I want to get into some specifics of what they are actually doing. Um, So they're calling for a halt to climate change and for wealthy countries to deliver on the $100 billion climate pledge, the $6 billion pledge for famine relief and COVID-19 vaccine justice for all. On September 25th, 2021, so super recently, these were the numbers that they had. They had over 60 million COVID vaccines, 157 million trees planted, and more than 1.1 billion USD in commitments to climate, famine, and COVID-19 response efforts. Um, These were announced as part of the partner-led campaign. So the Global Citizen Live campaign is going to continue to gear up towards the G20 summit and the United Nations Climate Change Conference that is going to be later this year. So definitely in alignment with what BTS was speaking about, like you said earlier, at the United Nations. And just now that we got some more specifics, wow, they are doing some incredible things. These like, are huge numbers. $1.1 billion in you know, commitments for climate, mm-hmm. famine, and COVID-19 response. Wow. Be a part of this with yeah. us. Yeah. Become a global citizen. And they're planning trees 157 million trees yeah so this concert this live performance was a 24-hour live stream that were from venues all over the world cities all of major cities all over the world Mm -hmm. some of them had live audiences like where Coldplay performed they had a live audience which I'm sure was very cool for the artists that got to have that Mm -hmm. Um, but just to put on a 24-hour show and have global attendance people live streaming people there in person Mm -hmm. was a huge um fundraiser for them definitely Mm -hmm. but it's awesome that both Coldplay and BTS were We're part of this moment yeah yeah yeah. so Coldplay ended up performing my universe for the first time and they performed it in New York City um so Chris Martin ended up performing it with all of Coldplay and he actually sang along to the Korean lyrics live on stage Mm -hmm. except for the rap verses I think he ended up saying I'm gonna leave that to them and then he looked up at the screen behind him Mm -hmm. and the screen behind him had 
all of BTS. It really displayed them from like the music video. So during the rap verses, you can see Yoongi right up in front there. I mean, it was really cool. Um, it was just great to see him perform it live for the first time. Yeah. Really is making me want to see like BTS and Coldplay together live. Please. I'm like, okay. Question mark. If BTS are going to be in the States <laughs> yeah. and they have the song with Coldplay and they loved their collaboration time on it. If, if Chris Martin literally flew to South Korea to collab with it. Would Chris Martin fly to LA, LA to perform like, the song with BTS? Yeah, to go that on stage so for cool. just a moment. I mean, Halsey's done that before. Let's manifest. Let's manifest it. Oh, be so cool. <laughs> it would be so cool. Um, yeah, it was awesome to see. Like, I, I thought it was cute when the rap verses came up and he was pretty much like, yeah, I'm going to let them take this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so his performance was great. I mean, it has to take a lot to do a performance for a song that just came out that no one in the crowd knows, but I think it was People were vibing. They showed the audience and people were singing along and jamming to it. That's how catchy it is. It's very catchy. Yeah. So later on in the live stream concert, BTS also performed Butter. And this episode is not about Butter, so we are not going to talk a ton about it. But in one word, this performance was overwhelming. Overwhelming! (laughs) Every single one of them. Like the charisma was turned all the way up for this performance. Yeah. What for? Really? It's charity, I guess. How often (laughs) we see a Butter performance, how many times we see a live Butter performance, does not matter. We love it every time. Yeah. By the end of watching this for the first time, I was just freaking out. Mm -hmm. Truly overwhelmed. We both were. Oh yeah. yeah. Like right at the beginning, you get Taeyang and then J Hope right next to each other. I was like, wow, I just got attacked. <laughs> and then Jin immediately after in the red suit I with know. the black hair. Ugh, and his chest was a little out. Ah! I was like, gosh, no. Don't even I, get me started on fucking Namjoon. Oh my god. <gasps> what uh, is he doing? What with the dark hair and the scarf and the the looks, the sex looks during yeah. the entire performance just too much the stares into the camera Mm, were mm, unnecessary mm, mm. even when he was like in the back yeah he was still stealing the show um his (laughs) jimin moment where okay we're trying to focus on jimin who's literally front and center and namjoon has his jacket (gasps) off the shoulder yes fucking off the shoulder i couldn't believe (gasps) it Mm, I don't think he when did it on purpose because he fixed it so quickly. <laughs> but seriously, yeah. it was too much. We said we weren't going to talk about it, but I here know, we but are. we had to. Um, <laughs> I I liked the color scheme of all of their outfits. There was a lot of reds and blues and blacks, yeah. and you know they had really great jackets, flowy shirts that had like polka dots or stripes. So they were looking fine as hell. <laughs> also, can we just mention Jungkook has a lip piercing? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. That I was mean. at the Fact Music Awards, I think, where we really got to see that. But mm-hmm. um, John has a lip piercing now. He can't be stopped. He's addicted to piercings also, and tats. hella <laughs> ear piercings, like all yeah. the way up the side of one of his ears. And confirmed it's not just like an earring cuff because you can see all of the backs on it when he turns his head. Yeah. 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 Like, there's like 10 People piercings. like zoomed into the picture and mm-hmm. you can see all the individual back piercings. We're yeah. so Delulu. Yeah, we are. <laughs> oh, well, we're in it. We're in Bangtan yeah. for life. But aside from that, for this butter performance, the setting was also uh, pretty interesting. So mm-hmm. they were outside the Namdaemun, or it's officially known as the Sangnaemun. And it's one of the eight gates in the fortress wall of Seoul, South Korea, which surrounded the city in the Joseon dynasty. So cool. Yeah, makes me think of how they're Seoul ambassadors for five years now. And so here's another landmark that they're uh, showing us for a better performance. I saw it. I'm like, damn, I want to go there. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, it'd be cool to see. Definitely. Um, But they're outside, you know, outside this gate. It's nighttime and you can see like lights flashing before behind them they had fireworks i mean the whole thing was uh obviously lots of production yeah. was well done um they always do such a fantastic job for their performances mm-hmm. they don't half-ass it ever ever <laughs> no it was great yeah. it was wonderful okay so back to my universe so on september 27th they released the supernova 7 mix which was remixed by guy berryman and Guy Berryman is actually the bass guitarist for Coldplay. And so he does a lot of uh, production, too. And he's also a songwriter, Yeah, obviously. he wrote on this song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the Supernova 7 mix uh, has a lot of potential for, like, club remixes and for dancers to make really cool routines, too. Mm-hmm. It was more of, a, of like, an electronic pop sound 
and even more sense involved in it too. And there was this effect on the vocals that really just made it sound robotic. Yeah. Yeah. Which was interesting and it really intrigued us and mm-hmm. we questioned what's this title or the what's- supernova seven mm-hmm. i originally thought oh it's supernova seven because like my universe supernova and then seven because seven bts, BTS members yeah. but once we get into the music video here in a bit we'll find out that supernova seven is this like fictional band that they created who's a part of a different uh galaxy or yeah. from a different planet yeah which mm-hmm. is just cool that that's, yeah. they ha- they thought about that and then they made that the title of a remix. They also released an acoustic version on the same day, which is basically super stripped down. We get, you know, acoustic guitar strumming and not much more, but it sounds brighter and happier. It's really beautiful. Like if you want to use Supernova 7, like in the club, you should use the acoustic version for your wedding. Like yeah. if I were to get married to my husband again, I would use this as my at my wedding like it's beautiful it is beautiful yeah and then we get the official music video yeah so that came out on september 29th and coldplay kudos to coldplay really for promoting this song they did a lot for it but they made these really intricate like music video movie posters it looked like a movie poster that you would see like to for like an upcoming film and this music video was also it was directed by David Myers, who is a pretty well-known like American uh, director mm-hmm. who does a lot of music videos and, and movies, too. But he has directed more than 200 videos uh, for the music industry. Um, he's very popular. Some people you might know that he's worked on or worked with is Ariana Grande, Katy Perry, Missy Elliott, and Pink. Wow. So pretty notable guy to be doing this this music video. But I just love the the poster and like the teaser posters that they put out for it. I was like, wow, this is... This is cool. Yeah, it's really cool. There's a lot to look at. There's all these planets on it. It's Mm -hmm. very colorful. And you see BTS and Coldplay. Like, it's just very thought out. I like it Definitely. So the premise of this music video is very interesting. And they start with a quote at the beginning to kind of clue you in on what's going on. So this is what it says at the beginning. Once upon a time, many years from now, music is forbidden across the spheres on three different planets, three different bands defy the ban. DJ LaFreak on her alien radio ship unites them via hollow band. All the while, they're hunted by the silencers. So the visuals in this music video are just stunning. I think it's credit to the director, David Myers, and mm-hmm. his vision for how this video could come together. But just the graphics and the CGI that are used are futuristic and captivating, super bright and colorful. Mm-hmm. Um, Coldplay is outside of this dilapidated building on their own planet, and it looks like it was maybe once a pretty drab place, like boring, concrete, no color at all. Um, but they have taken it over with color and art and graffiti. And right at the beginning when you see them, there's a sign that says like absolutely no music and they spray paint over it and say absolutely all All. music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then BTS are on some sort of like landing pad in the middle of this partially destroyed facility. It maybe looks like there's like water under like on the bottom and there's like sky above them, but they're just like, it's like this mostly destroyed and kind of broken down docking station of some sort uh so that's where they're performing from and then we find out supernova seven are this alien band from another planet and they're performing in front of like this ship and so this band is just this ragtag team of different alien characters like they have this iron giant looking robot playing the drums Mm -hmm. there's a singer who's a fairy two little creatures playing percussion instruments and like elvish looking keyboard players and bassist so it's you know this really dynamic alien band that was Mm -hmm. put together yeah that really shows like this is for anyone music is for anyone like i feel like that's what supernova 7 can represent there and chris barton said that my universe was all about like going beyond borders and so i think the whole purpose of bringing this fictional band alien band is is like it's not just you know borders in the world that we know here on earth but like also for 
whatever life is out there too yeah. because music probably exists there too or whatever so I just think it shows like that connectivity um and just love without borders yeah definitely mm-hmm. so DJ LaFreak's ship has a cute heart-shaped front window on the inside she has all of her equipment to manage the hollow band and evade the silencers um, so when there's a break in the song the silencers are near and the DJ barely evades them by jumping into hyperdrive and the bands continue to perform. Mm -hmm. So she's basically facilitating all of this where she's got all of them so that they can be together in this hollow band and play Mm -hmm. music together while avoiding the silencers who do end up coming in the middle of the video. And what did they say? They shut it down. Shut it down. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're basically saying like music isn't allowed. Right. And it's really cool seeing the hollow bands like connected. Like the first time we see it happen in the music video is when Jungkook comes in because Chris Martin had been singing before that. So you start with them live, Mm -hmm. but then Jungkook walks in from the side, like onto the stage that Coldplay is playing on, but it's him in like a hologram form. Mm -hmm. And so it's cool because it's like they're there with each other. They can see each other. They can interact with each other and play with each other. So even though these three bands are literally worlds apart through the hollow band, you can see them connected together. And I think it's such a beautiful, you know, symbolic gesture of what's going on now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the ability for music to connect us, even though we are sometimes seems like worlds apart yeah. in this pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. I just have to mention, someone ended up tweeting out saying that, Yoongi has the most experience as a hologram <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> because of because of when he had his uh, shoulder surgery uh-huh. and they were performing Life Goes On and they had him come they out had him as, walk a in as a hologram. <laughs> but that was amazing. Like when that happened, we just wanted to cry. We yeah, like, Yoongi's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, another moment that I really like is the mini Moni because we come from different parts. Like they just kind of like in that moment when Namjoon has his line first, he's leaning to one side and it's like him in hologram Chris Martin. So it's cool that we see another hologram and then he leans over to the other side and it's him and Jimin and they just look so cute and they yeah. have these smiles. They're and dancing together, even though they're not like physically right Together. next to each other. Yeah, yes. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just have to talk about the J-Hope and Jungkook parts where they're dancing next to the Supernova 7 aliens, but they're like female aliens yeah. and they're like kind of flirting with them. I was like, what? <laughs> I did not expect that. Like, especially J-Hope. I was like, damn, okay, he's like checking her out. Yeah, he looks up and down. <laughs> and it's such a J-Hope thing to do. But everyone everyone on Twitter was like, I don't know how to feel about it. Like, yeah. this is this is interesting we're all jealous <laughs> of a fictional alien yeah group <laughs> yes for getting flirted with it was just funny yeah i love it um i also love yoongi's rap verse that we get because you see all of bts around him and it's really this like break in the song and yoongi he's just looks so cool always and he's like right in the middle right up front and center yeah um just spitting his lines it's perfect because it's like a chiller part of the song like you said and Uh i love how like all of bts surrounds him during his part and it's just front and center yoongi we live for it we Mm -hmm. love it so yeah Yeah. i loved his part too okay but let's get into like the message and meaning of this music video because there was a lot to unpack with it uh i think it was a lot about censorship because of just like music being banned across like the entire like universe the silencers the silencers and we were just like who are the silencers like what could that represent yeah Yeah. i feel like so to your first point the silencers can totally represent anyone who's trying to censor music like ban songs or ban music from like a country like a government trying to do that Mm -hmm. but the next thing i go to is like media like i think most recently the silencers of bts could be like billboard or other people who are like media who are essentially writing snub pieces on them or like making digs at them at any point that they can in efforts to silence them basically yeah Yeah. and to hinder them yeah and there's parts of the world too where certain bts songs and certain coldplay songs are banned because of things that they talk about so i mean i just think of i mean that's really where i get to but i get what you're saying with like the media too Mm -hmm. yeah it could be a multitude of things 
I also think, I mean, the one thing that we mentioned yesterday were like antis, haters, you know. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that. Yeah. Antis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of the in a silencers. more joking way, but like, yeah. you know, to some extent. But at the at the end of the day, I feel like those silencers can be anyone who just does not believe in the power of music mm-hmm. and that music transcends borders and boundaries and that through music we can find anything in common everyone Mm -hmm. can find something in common with music definitely yeah 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 i loved the music video i love the song uh really this collaboration was perfect i think my universe was the absolute perfect title and concept that fit both of their music styles and and themes that they typically have in their music so it just I'm happy with it. Yeah. I we're always like best collab. <laughs> <laughs> like every single collab. Every single that they collab. We're like Megan the Stallion, yeah. best collab. Well, some of their top ones I would say would be like Halsey, Megan the Stallion. Those are really phenomenal yeah. ones. But I agree with you. This is just the perfect collab. I think mm-hmm. that our personal like connection that we already had to Coldplay increases that feeling a little bit mm-hmm. more. Um, but I just think their their music and their message already works together so well i think they have a lot of commonalities between these two bands Mm -hmm. and um the fact that they got to collab in person perhaps made this even greater of a song they got to actually sing together in the same room for parts of this song um and like talk through the lyrics yeah that true collaboration that can only happen when you're face to face not sending an email back and forth or even over zoom it just is not the same yeah yeah so he just really cared about the collab mm -hmm. and you could tell that bts did too and it was it just makes it more meaningful yeah 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 I love this song. I would say this is my new favorite BTS collab. I'm yeah. just going to say it. Yeah. Say it. Say yeah. it. I, ha- I got to own up to it. Yeah. But it's great. It's I wonderful. hope that they do perform this song and that we get to see it live. That yeah. would be pretty neat. That would be so cool. Please. Wishy, yeah. Okay. So we're really putting out all the, we're manifesting all the good vibes for yeah. everyone to get tickets mm-hmm. who want to get tickets. Please get um, tickets, you guys. We hope you do. I know it's a very stressful time. I have had a lot of anxiety when it comes to BTS tickets. Mm-hmm. I think we can all relate. So be sure to take care of yourself, you know, meditate, take a hot bath, yep. drink some tea, you know, do whatever that kind of self-care is for you that can help you de-stress because no matter what, it's going to be okay and we're all going to get to see BTS at some point. We this will. is This is the beginning. Mm-hmm. This is just a moment. Mm-hmm. Just yep. a moment. Yep. Oh, <laughs> we love you iconics yeah. and we're so glad that we got to talk about my universe with you today mm-hmm. we really hope that you enjoyed it because we enjoyed it and uh, we do want to thank our supporters on patreon especially our vip iconics eileen ruchalt michelle park deja meg de ruggiero rachel robin and Allie, Meg, I think I say your last name different every single time. And one time you told me how to say it and I still say it different every time, but I'll get it one time, girl. I promise. (laughs) Um, But anyways, Iconics, if you enjoyed this episode, please let us know. Write us a review on iTunes. Reach out to us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. We're Standing BTS Pod or Standing BTS Podcast. Find us on Facebook as well. We're in the process of setting up a Facebook group for you Iconics to connect on. Um, But we just love to hear from you. It's truly the best part of our week. So Mm -hmm. reach out to us on there. Uh, Become a global citizen also. Yep. And of course, you can find links for all of those things in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS. Mother's Day is almost here. And you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.